righty, back at it here on The Fan. It is overtime with Jonathan Peterwin. We are going to get to Tito Audio, Tanner Bybee Audio, everything from the Guardians' loss to the Twins, 8-3 to is that, but all but ends the season. You had to win the game. You had to probably win the next two tonight and tomorrow in order to try to make it relatively interesting down the stretch while also playing near-perfect baseball. Lost tonight, I mean... It's done. It's over. It capsizes the season. For more on this, before we get to the Brownies, let's go to our Browns insider. His name is Daryl Ryder, brought to you by Scheiben Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry store. Daryl, how are we doing tonight? Uh, playing taps for the Gardos? Yeah, I mean, that's it. There's no, there's no, I almost, so I thought about doing something like that coming back out of the break, and I was like, that might just be a little too mean. Yeah, <laughs> because that might just go, that might be a bridge too far for some people, but yeah, that's where we're yeah, at. It- and, and, you know, just hours earlier, you know, Tito uh, on uh, Sirius XM mm-hmm. basically coming out and saying what we all knew, and that is he is, in fact, uh, retiring and will, uh, you know, this will be his last season uh, as uh, the manager uh, of this ball club. So, um, yeah, it's uh, it's unfortunate. Uh, they needed to play a perfect September if they were going to car- uh, come back and catch the Twins. You know, the front office, a little you know, last-ditch effort with some waiver claims to maybe try and salvage things. But uh, unfortunately, as I had been saying for the last couple of weeks, and people called me a hater for saying it, uh, this team never caught fire this year. Uh, it, really, they, they just they never found any modicum of consistency. Uh, if it wasn't uh, injuries to the starting rotation, it was the bullpen letting them down. Then it was the lineup letting them down. Uh, they just never got hot this year. And unfortunately, they needed to get hot this month, and um, they've uh, been unable to do that. They, they a little glimmer of hope there, but yeah, they are, for all intents and purposes, done for 2023. Yeah, and unfortunately, Daryl, we just know in how today's baseball is constructed. They constructed a team on you know contact rate and speed, which is just it's a fun thing to tell ten year olds at Little League, but it's not how you win baseball these days. You win baseball with the long ball. And that's just the reality, yeah. and they don't have it. Yeah, they, they, they don't have anyone in this organization uh, down below, I should say. I mean, obviously, uh, look, with, with Jose Ramirez, Josh Naylor, they, yeah, they, they got pop in the bats and, and can hit the ball out of the ballpark. But uh, they don't really have anyone else that can do that with a, a, any level of consistency. And if you, if you can't hit the long ball in, in today's game, um, you, you're just you, – the, the get them on, get them over, get them in philosophy only takes you, you know, so far. Um, and, it, and it's a shame because of, uh, you know, they do such a great job developing pitchers, but mm-hmm. for whatever reason, they, they can't develop a hitter to save their soul. So um, they, they've, uh, you know, whatever they've got to do to infuse that talent externally from the organization. Uh, and it was, I think, part of the motivation for what they did at the trade deadline, too, right? Um, you know, trying to do just that, but, um, yeah, they just, uh, not enough, not enough power in this lineup to get them where they, uh, were hoping to go. Yeah. I was looking it up, uh, you know, just the other day and I'm going to, I'm going to pull it up really quickly so I can fact check to make sure that it's actually the right team that I was going through. I was looking at team slugging percentage because I was just trying to see where everyone is. And I was going month by month, basically, is all I was doing, trying to figure right. out where they've been in the previous couple months and everything. Yeah, I got it right. Uh, so Atlanta, th- th- you'll find this interesting, Daryl. Guardians don't have a single player that have a, have a 500 slugging percentage. Not a single one. J-Ram is 476. 
Naylor is, you know, 493. He's knocking on the door, but that's as high as we get, right? Yeah. The Braves team average for slugging percentage, which is what you directly correlate with power, is 500 on the money. Oh, jeez. Isn't that wild? <laughs> yeah, that is, that is wild, and that, uh, I think, encapsulates uh, what's the Guardians team slugging percentage? I want to say around 400. Yeah, so they are they're 27th in baseball at 380, 380. Oh man, not even 400. So <laughs> the difference yeah, there that, is huge. Yeah, that well, and that tells you all you need to know about where they are offensively. So uh, it, it, it's a shame. Hopefully, uh, down the stretch here, uh, everyone will have an opportunity to express their uh, gratitude and appreciation for Terry Francona and the job he did uh, for the better part of a decade uh, with, uh, with and for this ball club. And, uh, you know, he's able to enjoy life uh, after baseball, uh, you know, in retirement, uh, because uh, obviously the last couple of years, uh, the man has sacrificed so much uh, just so he could continue to manage this ball club from a health standpoint. He's really been through it. So hopefully uh, he's able to be healthy and uh, enjoy time with his family and friends uh, uh, and not have to spend it recuperating in the hospital rooms. Let me ask you this, Daryl. Daryl R. Brown's Insider brought to you by Shop and Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry store. I'm going to have you put a percentage chance on it so no one can do any gotcha, you know, uh, put, put it on the website or anything random like that. But I was thinking yeah. about this on the way in. There's a realistic chance. I'm not saying it's likely. That's why I'll give you a percentage to attach to this. But there's a realistic chance that every team in this city could turn over their managerial position in the, in the following year to come, right? Because Tito would then be done. And then there's, again, if, if Stefanski, if it goes sideways, not even sideways, you can win eight games. He's still probably out of the job there. And then if the Cavs don't make a step forward, don't take a step forward, people yeah. called for J.B. Bickerstaff last season just the same way as they called for Kevin Stefanski last season as well. It's not crazy yeah. to think. Well, it, 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 it has happened before where all three teams have changed coaches and managers uh, in, uh, in the same offseason. So, yeah, hopefully that doesn't happen, but you, you never know. Talking to Daryl Ryder. Daryl, let me ask you this question. Uh, we did a would you, would you rather earlier, right? Would yeah, you, and I, I almost quote tweeted it, but I, I, I thought I, I thought second of it, and I deleted the were tweet. Were you going to be mean to me? I was going to be very mean to you. To me? I just asked a question. I didn't even give yeah. an answer. Why, why, why don't you ask, would you like kick, you know, kick between the legs or in the <laughs> face? Which do you prefer? <laughs> what? Is that so bad? Is that, is that, is that so bad? Uh, well, I would say neither one are pleasant. Not I, that I, I know. Don't know. Not, I don't not, know that not it that is. I, not that I know from experience. If Deshaun anything. Watson looks great, I don't. Do you know from experience? Is that, is that, I mean, how many times you've been kicked? I have no idea. You're you're really you're really slow on the trigger tonight, my friend. I'm just so I'm, I'm so interested in how you think it's poor. I'm so because look at this, like it's so defeatist. Why? We're we're in week one, and you're already asking a defeatist question. If Deshaun Watson's great, isn't that if they lose, if you can, he's great and they lose, or if he sucks and they win, you got I mean, you got five losses to play with. You can lose. I just want to see him great right away. Uh, I I, I <laughs> I'd rather them win. I've covered enough losses. I I give me the win. Yeah, if we're going between options on the menu, I'll take win and he's this, awesome. But I learned this, at a very young age, Daryl, we don't always this, get what we want. This, this just in one and zero. Oh. Better than 0-1. Yeah, exactly. Breaking news. Sincerely, every Browns team except for the 2002 and 
2022 and the 2018 Browns? Well, it was it was actually it was, it was three in a row because it was it was 2021 and 22. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. but I, I do think, especially early in the season, I do think how you win or how you lose, especially in relation to Deshaun Watson, yeah. should 100% be a talking point, Daryl. Well, yeah, but, yeah, again, uh, I, listen, I, uh, I don't care how they get there. Just get it done. Uh, I'm, I, <laughs> again, I've covered enough losses. It, it just, yeah, just, just win. <laughs> As Al Davis said, just win, baby. That's I don't all. care how you do it. All I don't right. care how pretty it is. I don't care how ugly it is. Just win. The only thing that ma- the only stat that matters is the the, the final score on the scoreboard. So, um, you know, uh, if, if Deshaun isn't, uh, you know, if Deshaun doesn't look like Patrick Mahomes Sunday, but uh, the Browns find a win to, a way to win that football game, that's all that matters. Uh, I think I'm a poll guy now, by the way, on Twitter. Just so you know, I'm gonna be a poll guy moving forward. Your your poll your your you're gonna be poll guy. Well, yeah. I hope you yeah. I, I hope you present better <laughs> polls to the general public than that yeah hour and a half a good conversation kicked in the stomach or the head hour and a half a good conversation uh million phone calls (laughs) odyssey rewind you can go back and listen to it we had full phone lines the entire stop daryl i'd say we did my job here tonight well why aren't you the great provocateur i I think we did our job here tonight i think that's all that matters but i stand by i stand by what i said but i think we did our job here tonight what 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 did you pick i'd prefer that they lose but deshaun is great such a defeatist attitude. I want 350 for three touchdowns over Deshaun for 150 with two interceptions, but you end up with a win. I'd rather go into week two against Pittsburgh feeling as confident with Deshaun Watson as I possibly could than going into Pittsburgh being like, we're 1-0, great, but Deshaun didn't look great. Okay. What's going on with Denzel Ward? Uh, wait and see. Um, right now, you know. Still going through the concussion thing, and, um, you know, I, I don't know if he's going to be available for week one. I don't know if he's going to be available for week two, three, four, through 16, or 17. I don't know. Uh, we'll just wait and see. Um, so as soon as I know something, you'll know something. Okay. I wasn't sure if there was an update or not. It, it's, it's No. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's status quo right now, so. Does it surprise you that, you know, the Chiefs had so many rookies that ended up starting. In fact, they had the most rookies starting in a Super Bowl in a very long time, and they ended up with four in total, and it was, it was like 65 total games. Browns, according to their depth chart as of right now, don't have a single rookie starting. Do you find that fascinating? Uh, well, it's a nice change of pace considering the entire starting lineup a couple years ago was made of rookies, and they didn't win a game. Yeah, I mean, I, obviously, <laughs> I'll, I'll take the veterans over the rookies any day of the week. I just... I find it fascinating. Well, it kind of speaks to the amount of money that this team has spent, too. You know, they, oh, haven't, yeah. they haven't decided to go cheap in any type of area. No. no. You know, the, the <laughs> Chiefs, for instance, Isaiah Pacheco, that's their cheap option, right? Seventh-round yeah. running back, we're going to make it work, and we're going to try to get lucky there. It's amazing. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, they north of uh, $300 million in cash payroll. Uh, I, I, one of the most expensive teams in NFL history, um, which is why the Heat is on to win this year need a little return on that investment um you know it's a it's a veteran team for the most part you've got a uh, tremendous uh talent uh at your core positions on both sides of the football like th- there's just no excuses this year um and i really for as uninteresting as this training camp that they just wrapped up was it might have been the most productive for them um and they're going in 
even with the Denzel Ward situation, uh, the healthiest is, that I can remember them going into week, week one, uh, knock on wood. Well, I mean, during training camp, uh, you know, Jakeem Grant's the only player they lost for the season of major significance or impact. And keep in mind, Jakeem Grant was the seventh receiver on the roster. So, um, and, and I don't, I'm not trying to downplay or minimize what his potential contribution could be, but, um, you know, we're just so used to lo- losing, uh, you know, seeing the Browns lose key pieces, you know, during training camp to significant injuries for the season. And that didn't happen this year. Mm-hmm. It was a relatively quiet training camp. It was very businesslike, uh, zero drama off the field, um, all task at hand focused, basically, you know, the stuff that bores fans to tears. But look, um, this team has been very entertaining off the field for many years and very unproductive on the field for many years. So I really feel like and I feel confident that this is going to be a fun season for Browns fans. I just I I uh, my gut's telling me that things have lined up for them that if they go out and they execute and do what the coaching staff is uh, asking of them, I think Browns fans are going to be happy with the results, at least in the regular season. I don't know what playoffs it's, you know, that's mm-hmm. down the road. Now, and I'm, I certainly am not predicting them to, you know, I'm not booking any trips to Las Vegas in early February right now or not. But um, I, I do feel like that this is going to be a very competitive team this year. And with the talent they have, if they're able to stay healthy, it should be a very fun season. You mentioned the money in the beginning. Let me ask you that. Uh, it is such an advantage, I believe, the Browns have in that Jimmy Haslam is just opening up his pocketbooks in such a way. And then obviously the front office is utilizing that, but you don't get that without you know, the owner saying, go ahead, you got the green light. Uh, do we as a collective, do we not give the Haslams enough credit for giving the Browns this clear advantage? They never say never. I mean, they never say no. Um, and... You know, they, I mean, they remember even during that brutal four and 44 stretch, they spent a boatload. Remember 16 million for Brock Osweiler so they could get a second second round round pick? pick? Yep. Just just so they could get a second round pick. So the Haslams have never gone cheap. And didn't that pick turn into Nick Chubb, too? uh, Yeah, I believe it did. Yeah. And um, they have never gone cheap when it has come to giving the football operations folks. Uh, what they need to put a competitive product on the field, or at least build, you know, build towards putting a competitive product on the field. So no, in that regard, look, uh, I have been critical of the Haslam's over the years because of various dysfunctions with regimes and having to swap out regimes all the time. But the last four years have been very stable. Uh, you're not waking up every Sunday morning to the latest clown car piece written by a member of the national media, laughing at what a joke the Cleveland Browns are and, how dysfunctional things are behind the scenes, right? Those stories are long gone, which are great, um, and they deserve credit for that. But at the same time now, uh, you're at a point where the investments have been made, uh, the commitments have been made, and it's very reasonable now to expect a return on that investment in the way of winning football games and getting to the playoffs. And so when there is change next, let me rephrase, if they don't live up to expectation and the Haslam's hands are forced and they have to make changes again, it's going to be a different, it's going to be different. This isn't going to be, Oh, here go here, here, you know, here go Jimmy and D Haslam again. They, they can't keep a stable organization. No, they did. 
Uh, it's just the, the, the folks that they, uh, you know, uh, committed the stability to weren't able to, to get the job done. Obviously, nobody's rooting for that. Uh, would love Kevin Stefanski to, to succeed this year so that uh, we all can spend our January enjoying playoff football mm-hmm. and, and not, you know, combing through another coaching search and, and things like that. But, um, no, I, I do feel like the Haslam's uh, deserve credit for uh, their commitment to giving the people that they hire the tools and the finances necessary to uh, put a quality product on the field. And it's incumbent upon uh, not just the coaching staff, but it's incumbent upon these players, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, Kevin Stefanski can call all, all the brilliant plays in the world and dr- draw them up on the whiteboard and all that, right? But if guys don't line up right, if guys don't execute the plays right, if the effort isn't there, uh, you know, Kevin Stefanski can't go out there and block. He can't run. He can't, you know, defend the pass. He can't rush quarterbacks, you know, things like that. He just can't. All he he can do is, you know, hey, here's the game plan. This is what we think is going to work this week. Let's go out there and do it. And I I think if, uh, you know, the the, the players are able to execute uh, what these coaches give them, I think the Browns are going to win a lot of football games this year. I really do, because they have the talent to do it. They've had talent the last couple of years. But what did we learn the last couple of years, Jonathan? Talent only gets you so far. No doubt about it. Daryl, fantastic insight as always. Uh, We'll be reading you on the website, and we'll be checking you out again tomorrow as you join me at 9. Thank you, Daryl.